Good morning, my brothers and sisters. I hope you are well, and I pray that you are happy. Today we celebrate the second Sunday in Ordinary Time. I'm Father John, and this podcast is meant to feed your soul and provide a moment of calm. You are a blessing and a gift. God loves you. I'm inviting you to join me every Sunday to pray and reflect on the Word and to celebrate God's love. We begin by praying together Psalm 96, 1 to 2, 2 to 3, 7 to 8, 9 to 10. Proclaim his marvelous deeds to all the nations. Let's pray that together. Proclaim his marvelous deeds to all the nations. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord, all you lands. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Announce his salvation day after day. Tell his glory among the nations, among all peoples, his wondrous deeds. Give to the Lord, you families of nations. Give to the Lord glory and praise. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in his holy attire. Tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord is king. He governs the peoples with equity. Together, proclaim his marvelous deeds to all the nations. Our first reading for this second Sunday in Ordinary Time comes from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 62, verse 1 to 5. For Zion's sake, I will not be silent. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not be quiet until her vindication shines forth like the dawn and her victory like a burning torch. Nations shall behold your vindication and all the kings your glory. You shall be called by a new name pronounced by the mouth of the Lord. You shall be a glorious crown in the hand of the Lord, a royal diadem held by your God. No more shall people call you forsaken or your land desolate, but you shall be called my delight and your land espoused. For the Lord delights in you and makes your land his spouse. As a young man marries a virgin, your builder shall marry you. And as a bridegroom rejoices in his bride, so shall your God rejoice in you. The second reading for today comes from St. Paul's first letter to Corinthians, chapter 12, verse 4 to 11. Brothers and sisters, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different forms of service, but the same Lord. There are different workings, but the same God, who produces all of them in everyone. To each individual, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for some benefit. To one is given, through the Spirit, the expression of wisdom. To another, the expression of knowledge according to the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the one Spirit. To another, mighty deeds. To another, prophecy. To another, discernment of spirits. To another, varieties of tongues. To another, interpretation of tongues. 
but one and the same Spirit produces all of these, distributing them individually to each person as he wishes. Our gospel is taken from John chapter 2, verse 1 to 11. There was a wedding at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the wedding. When the wine ran short, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, how does your concern affect me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servers, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jars there for Jewish ceremonial washings, each holding 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus told them, Fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Then he told them, Draw some out now and take it to the head waiter. So they took it. And when the head waiter tasted the water that had become wine, without knowing where it came from, although the servers who had drawn the water knew, the head waiter called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves good wine first, and then when people have drunk freely, an inferior one. But you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this as the beginning of his signs at Cana, in Galilee, and so revealed his glory, and his disciples began to believe in him. I had the privilege of being in Cana with some parishioners. The church in that community is called the Marriage Church. I was able to renew the vows of Ted and Shirley Deck, two wonderful parishioners who were celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary. Cana is in Galilee, in Gentile territory, where Jesus performed his first miracle. This miracle is what we hear about in the Gospel of John. This is such a powerful gospel. At this wedding, like any wedding, just picture it, people are dancing, singing, drinking, celebrating. Did I mention drinking? Somehow it was brought to Mary's attention that they were running out of wine. Mary takes care of it, not on her own, but she goes to Jesus. They have no wine. No wine. Can you imagine that? Thank God I don't have to worry about that at my house. At this wedding, however, the glass is running dry. Mary's words express the reality that something is missing. Life is dull. People are empty. The whole party is coming to an end. This can't happen. One of the most beautiful things about Mary, our mother, is that she is always going to Jesus for us. She is always saying, they have no wine. They have no life. These people are missing something. The wine is gone. Now here I'm referring to how we're feeling. Maybe you have experienced a death in the family. Perhaps a relationship is falling apart. Perhaps there's a feeling of real loneliness. Perhaps guilt, regret, or some hardship is controlling your life. Nobody's listening. 
There is no real help. Mary, our mother, sees this, and she is concerned. The wine symbolizes a new way, far better than the first wine served. This new wine represents God's generosity. It represents God's concern for each and every one of us. Today, my brothers and sisters, we are all here right now, invited guests, seeking true peace, happiness, wholeness, and lasting relationships. We come to realize that good wine is not going to appear on its own. No matter how much we try on our own, we will never be satisfied. As much as I want to be self-sufficient, I realize it will lead to disaster. Thank God for Mary who goes to Jesus. They have no wine. Mary did not judge anyone. She just saw the concern and went to Jesus. Mary's role becomes vital in our lives. She knows where to go when we're lost. When we do not know where to turn, Mary does. Mary is with us in our pain, our struggle, our hardship, and our fears. Mary is our mother and will always go to her son for us. And Jesus said to her, woman, how does your concern affect me? Well, we see it affects Jesus profoundly because it will move him into his way of life, his public life. He, he was not really expecting this to happen so quickly, and yet he sees his mom's concern. What I love about Mary is that she does not argue with him. She has faith that he will take care of this. His mother said to the servers, do whatever he tells you. She leaves it at that, and Jesus responds. There is no doubt in my mind and heart that our Lord responds to our needs. Even if he feels inconvenienced by the request, his heart is a heart of love and, and compassion. His heart is a healing heart. Jesus does not simply give everyone the best wine ever. He transforms lives from a lifeless situation to become fully alive. I cannot help but think of the miracle that happens at every Eucharistic celebration. This is a miracle so powerful that fills us with the life of God and gives us the energy to wake from sleep. The power of the Spirit comes upon us. And every time we come to Mass, we realize that the miracle at Cana has never ceased happening. It is here at this celebration of the Eucharist that we are nourished and strengthened, not by turning water into great wine at a wedding feast, but turning bread and wine into his body and blood to strengthen us, to give us life. Jesus pours himself into the emptiness of our lives and fills us with grace, leading us in hope. Jesus says, I came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly. I am the bread of life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. By his words, 
At his touch, in his presence, what is ordinary becomes vital and beautiful and sparkling. You know, when I think of the power of this miracle, I I think of the words in the prayer to St. Francis. Where there is hatred, love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Death is turned into life. You know, in my own uh, life as a priest, as, as a minister, I have witnessed individuals' lives be filled with courage. Lives that no longer live in fear. Lives that rejoice in God's love. They have no wine, Mary said. But my brothers and sisters, they will, because Jesus is at work. His glory is revealed, and we hear his disciples began to believe in him. At this celebration, this most awesome miracle, we believe and we share our lives and our gifts with our neighbors, with the people we work with, the people we hang with. We use the gifts we are given to give God praise. As we turn to the Lord, as we come to worship him, others will want to share in this miracle. When we live in the grace and power of the Holy Spirit, the radiance of God shines forth from each and every one of you and reaches to those who are truly thirsty for something new. Jesus is the Lord of life. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.